This is the Drummer's Resource Podcast, session 330. And the quote of the day is from Charles Kettering, who said, there's a great difference between knowing and understanding. You can know a lot about something and not really understand it. You're listening to the Drummer's Resource Podcast, home of in-depth interviews with the world's greatest drummers, music industry professionals, and thought leaders. Inspiration, education, and motivation for drumming. Hello, 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 hello. What is going on, everybody? Nick Ruffini here. This is session 330 of the podcast. Thanks for being here. Thanks for checking it out. And if you don't see all 330 episodes in iTunes, you can find them in Stitcher or I use a player called Casts, C-A-S-T-S. I think it's like three bucks or something to buy it. But um, all of them are in there and you can go to the website and find them there. For some reason, iTunes caps it at 300. So there's 30 episodes that that are down there that, that you're not seeing, but you can check them out on all those other platforms. So do check those out. And also, if you're on any of those platforms, preferably iTunes, leave a rating or review that helps the the show show up higher in the search results. And it's just it just makes me feel good, to be honest with you, because I love hearing feedback. Actually, I like bad feedback, too. So if you have some bad feedback, put it on there, too. I'm, I want to hear good and bad so I can either keep doing what I'm doing or try to make the podcast better for you. And speaking of better, if you want to get better, if you want to be a better player, if you want to understand the business more, if you want to learn about production, all of that stuff, you can do that at Musicians Institute in the heart of Hollywood, California, the entertainment capital of the world. And you can also learn from guys who are out there doing it and have been there, done that. They've done tours, they've recorded sessions, they're on records and still maintain a professional career. So they're not just guys just preaching about how to do it. They're actually out there doing it themselves. And you can learn more about MI, their instructors and their amazing facility by going to mi.edu. It's one thing to talk about how great dream symbols are, but it's another thing to actually hear them for yourselves. And the good thing about dream is not only do they sound great, but they're also priced well below the competitor's prices. So that way you can actually afford to buy these symbols. And if you don't think you can get a great sounding symbol at a low price, check out dreamsymbols.com. But first, I want you to take a listen to what these things sound like. To learn more about dream symbols, be sure to check them out at dreamsymbols.com. So the topic for today is the difference between what I call the drumming business and the music business. And I think that there, that there's a, maybe a misconception out there that they're one and the same. And I don't necessarily think they are the same. And so this is, this is my opinion, but it's the general consensus of, of everyone out there. So the, the two sides of it are the drumming business are the things that you see like, you know, at PASIC and what you see with products, what you see on Instagram, what you see uh, at clinics, all of that sort of stuff. And then the music business is exactly that. It is the music business. It's out there touring. It's out there playing. It's doing gigs. It's doing sessions. It is working with producers. It is working with engineers. It is, you know, being on that side of things. And they are drastically, drastically different from each other. And when, before I was, before I started this podcast, I was in the music business. So I was touring, I was, 
you know, I had, I had a band, we had a record label or I, I had a record label, not the band. Um, and you know, we were touring, we had manager, blah, blah, blah. We had all these things. We were in the music business. We were, we were cutting records. We were working, we had a publicist, all that kind of stuff. So that's the music side of things. And then once I decided that I wasn't going to tour as much, I still play obviously, but not, you know, not touring with that band anymore and not, not as heavily entrenched in the music business as I was realized that there's really two sides of this business. And when I started this podcast and started dealing with brands like, you know, DW and Evans and Promark and all these guys, I realized there's, there are two completely separate sides of the business. And what I think is happening a lot is that people are thinking that if they're in the drumming business, that they're in the music business, right? And what I want to do is help you understand the differences between the two and maybe lean you one way or another to sort of to sort of pick a lane. There are some people who dabble in both and are really good at it, right? There's guys like Stanton Moore who I think is really good at it. Uh, he's you know he's constantly on the road, but he's teaching. He does clinics, all of that other stuff. Um, there's guys like. Uh, like Steve Smith, who does the same thing. He's on, you know, all these clinics and doing all these clinics and everything, but is also out there playing in stadiums with Journey or, you know, Rich Redman is another guy who, who works both sides of that. And I don't mean that in a sleazy. I mean that, you know, I mean that in a good way. And then there's other guys who are heavily entrenched in the music business, but you don't necessarily see them on the drumming business side of things. So I think guys like Steve Jordan come to mind where that dude is heavily entrenched in the music business. He's a producer. He's doing all these things, but he's not really heavily in the drumming business. Um, you know, there's, I mean, there's a long list of, of people who are like this. So I want you to start evaluating whether or not you are trying to be in the drumming business or the music business. Can you be in both? Yes, absolutely 100%. And it takes hard work to do it both to do them both if you want if you want to hear a realistic view of what that what that entails, listen to the latest Stanton Moore episode that I did and he talks about it. He's just like, "Man, I am so busy because he teaches lessons, he does clinics, he has this thing called the the spirit of new orleans drum cl- drum camp and then he's constantly on the road whether it be with galactic or dragon smoker i mean he's just he's a very busy dude cuz he he works on both sides of of those businesses and what i think is happening is the path is getting crossed or people are crossing the path mistakenly so here let me explain I think that a lot of guys are majoring. When I say majoring, I mean spending the most amount of time, more concerned about and and putting all their effort and all their eggs into this basket. That's what I mean by majoring. I don't necessarily mean in school. They're majoring in the drum business, but they're actually trying to be in the music business and vice versa. Guys are in the music business and trying to be in the drum business. And if you understand what the end goal is, I think that'll help you out to at least understand what you're trying to get into. So if you are trying to be in the drumming business and you want to be doing clinics and you want to get connected with all these brands and all that stuff, then I suggest that you be putting content on Instagram, you be putting a ton of content on Facebook, you know, getting out there to people, to other people who are interested in watching drummers play drums, right? So where are those people? They're on Instagram, they're on Twitter, 
They're on Facebook. They're on Snapchat. They're on YouTube. That's what you should be doing. You should be recording covers. You should be, you know, if you want to do covers or doing original music or, you know, put a video up every day of you playing drums and, you know, whether it's chops or this or that, it doesn't matter. But that is the way that you should be focusing your time. But if you're looking to get gigs and you want to be getting to producers and you want to be getting to engineers and you want to be getting to other musicians, the best way to do that is not by spending all this time putting all these videos. Now, I know somebody's going to email me and say, I know that this guy got a gig because he had 90,000 followers on Instagram and blah, 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 blah. I'm not saying that doesn't happen. That's a rare occasion. Um, but what I'm saying is that you should be focusing on building your your network and also building your portfolio. So you should be learning styles, right? You should be connecting with people who are playing live. You should be connecting with producers, per- connecting with engineers. You should be playing at open mic nights in your in your neighborhood, depending on what level you're at. You should be trying to get in contact with other people who can possibly hire you. You can check out my Bigger Better Gigs course if you want to. It's biggerbetterbigs.com. It's a shameless plug. It's a course I put together to teach you how to do a lot of these things. And it's super cheap if you want to grab it. I'm not trying to sell it. Just telling you that it's available. Now, what I'm not saying is to completely avoid the internet. You don't have to worry about putting anything up on the... I think that would be a stupid thing to do. So if you want to build your social audience and you want to put videos on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and all that stuff, I think that is a great idea. But one thing I would definitely, definitely, definitely want you to do is put up videos of you playing different styles, put up videos of you dressing the part of being in a jazz band or being in a funk band or being in a pop band. You want to portray the image that you can handle all of this stuff. And you want to show that you have the ability to do those things. So when someone when you meet someone in public and they're a bass player or they're a producer or they're a a music director and you send them to your website, or even if you just become friends with them and they go home and they Google you and they find your Instagram page and it's you playing a funk tune in just killing it in the pocket or playing some straight ahead jazz or playing this or playing that they're like, man, okay, this is this guy can play. If that's your goal, if you're trying to get gigs, if but if they go and check it out and there's none of that, it's just you chopping all over the place, you playing with covers, you sort of just showing your your licks and not necessarily focusing on a style or a groove or this or that, they're probably going to say, "Oh, this guy's just a flashy dude." Right. On the flip side of that, if you're like, hey, I really want to teach a clinic and I really I want to go and do the, you know, do some drum tours and things like that. And the people who you're talking to go and look and they see you doing all this chops and all this stuff. And they say, Man, this dude, this dude, this guy's the real deal. Yeah, we should get him on this clinic. I'm sure he can talk. He can explain a lot of this stuff. So there's different there's different things that you want to portray depending on what your goal is. Now, what the next question is, well, Nick, what if I want to do both? I think that you can do both. I know that you can do both because there's guys who do it really well. But I think you have to do one. I think you have to focus on one for a little while. I think that if you're already touring and you're already playing 
or you're playing a lot, you don't necessarily have to be touring, but you got your gigs are down. Like you're, you're solid. You feel good about where your gigs are at and you want to start doing clinics and all that stuff. Then you should start putting out more content that maps towards that sort of thing and start getting connected with the brands. Start doing the quote unquote drum thing. Start going to PASIC, going to NAM, introducing yourself to all those people, right? But if you're not there, then I would work on just doing the gigs. Or on the flip side, if you don't really care about playing gigs, if you're like, you know what, I don't want to be on stage, I want to teach online, and I want to do some clinics and things like that, that's my deal, that's what I want to do, then cool, then start putting out content that is around that sort of stuff, and start mapping towards that goal, that direction, and Again, they don't always have to be separate. You can intermingle these and people do it very well, but I think you got to focus on one or the other. So that is what I've learned over the years. That is the things that I see now that the drumming business, the drum instrument business and the music business, although they although they have the same people inside of them a lot of times and although that they cross paths a lot, they're actually two completely different industries. There's not a big connection between DW and NBC Universal. Most of the guys at Zildjian Symbols don't know all of the people at Columbia Records. So what happens, I think sometimes people end up mapping all of the stuff that they're doing towards the wrong goal or towards the wrong outcome. And I want you to make sure to know that there are a difference between the two. So Figure out what area you want to go down. If you want to do both, do that. Figure out what area you want to go down and then make sure that everything that you're doing moving forward is getting you closer to that goal and not getting you further away. So I hope that information helps. And if you have any questions about it, feel free to shoot me an email. I'm sure someone is going to email me and tell me that they disagree with this. And I welcome that. I love the conversation. I love the interaction. So shoot me an email, nick at drummersresource.com. Until the next podcast, keep drumming. Thank you so much for listening. I do appreciate it. And I'll be talking to you soon. Peace.